Welcome to Black Hills Influence Podcast. I am Chris, along with Brian, and we have two very special guests for our very special Mother's Day episode. We'd like to introduce my wife, Elizabeth. Go ahead and say hello. Hello. And Kayla. Hi. We just finished up. We had a nice little double date. Went to the Bees of the Apple. Applebee's ate way too much food. And now we find ourselves here in the podcast studio, wanted to bring these two beautiful, very special women in our lives, the mother of our children. Right. And that's why we brought them in today. We're going to talk a little bit about the struggles of being a mother, struggles of being a wife to Chris and I, uh, wives to Chris and yeah, I. Yeah, <laughs> where were you going with that? And we just want to talk a little bit about parenting and being married. I think it was just a fun episode. Uh, my wife, Kayla, is very nervous to be here, and I know this is going to help. I think Liz has got this. What do you guys think? Well, I think that I only agreed because Kayla agreed, and she only agreed because I agreed. There was definitely some mental... There was, a lo- there was some politicking in this. <laughs> <laughs> we made it happen. That's yeah. all that matters for you listening today. Right. So, Brian, since Mother's Day is right around the corner, have you gotten Kayla and or your mother and her mother gifts? Absolutely not. It's way too early for that. You're a last minute guy. Uh, most of the time. So, yes. Chris, have you gotten your I, mother I, or your wife a gift? I, I have gotten my wife a gift, yes. I, already, I knew that. Him and I have talked about it. Other than myself because, well, <laughs> she married a winner. That's right. <laughs> As she turns her head. Yeah, him What'd and I, you get your mom? I haven't worked on that just yet. We'll get there. We'll get there. I haven't got anything yet. And it is what it is. So it, It's so hard to get gifts sometimes. Because like you go to the store and automatically Target has that figured out for you. They're like, here's the wine. Here's the coffee cup. Here's the card right in the first row, right as you walk in. It's yep. like, oh, well, done. I'm done. So is that what I'm getting in the line? I didn't say that. that. Oh. You didn't get that. Oh, I didn't? No. Okay. It's hard. It's it very hard. Uh, you know, like, let's take my mom, for instance. She's eight hours away. I'm like, I get her. And it's not like you can have the conversation of, hey, mom, Mother's Day is coming up. <laughs> would you like, What what would you like? Another set of towels. Yeah, what do you want? Maybe a coffee cup that says, world's greatest mom. What do you do? Like, what do you do? I don't know. I don't know the Sometimes answer. you have to communicate, Brian. And you have to have those conversations of, I love our relationship. And how can I make that go further or turn it up a notch and show you that I truly appreciate what you have done for me and our children. Yep. How how can we confess our love for you in a gift re- form. in a gift form? How can we do? You that? guys have any suggestions for everybody listening at home? Cuz we're going to Mother's Day gifts? Yes, for Mother's Day gifts. Hmm. Not cleaning supplies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do Wait that. Wait a second. Did a that joke. just happen? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. Not funny. That's not funny at all. What up? What up? What's a good thing for somebody in our shoes, whether you're getting a Mother's Day gift for your wife and the mother of your children, for your own mother? What, what's a, what do you do? What's the right move here? I think you're just trying to make it be thoughtful. Like... You know, you this is supposed to be a very important person, is an important person in your life. So you, you know about them. You know what they enjoy. It doesn't have to be something big. I love flowers. You could buy me a flower that I could plant, and I would love that because I love to garden, and I love to do stuff outside. Things like that. I mean, just something. It doesn't have to be extravagant. Until and then it. just makes them, make them feel special on that day. I think that's more important than the actual gift that's given is just making us feel 
appreciated on Mother's Day or, you know, any day. But just making us feel like you... <laughs> Here we go. Or any day. Or any day because <laughs> I mother your, your children... children. Every day. Right. Yes. So just, you know, I think just making sure that we, that you see us and you acknowledge us and um, comment on things, you know, here and there. I think that's a really thoughtful gift as well. That doesn't mean you shouldn't get an actual gift, though, because you probably should. (laughs) I'm glad you're here because you're talking. I... Would just love to not be the first one out of bed yes. with the kids. Oh, okay. yes. this is a great Here yes. we go. Just one Sunday. Oh, okay. You're <laughs> acting like I never get up with She's the kids. She's telling me what she wants. I'm defending myself and those listening at home. <laughs> I think for this very special episode, <laughs> Brian, we need to keep in 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 mind that our our schedule and our challenges are not necessarily in line with theirs. And I think part of the conversation that we want to bring to this podcast today is the communication and the dynamics of being on a team together and and working and supporting each other that your marriage works and that it's exciting versus, you know, here's a schedule and uh, you pick up the kids on this day and, I'll make dinner or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, we talk instead about of just, kids. it's not a business. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a relationship. Yeah. There's give and take, push and pull. You know, some days my beautiful wife parents the kids 80% and I pick up the other 20. And some days it's 50 50. Right. Right. That's just the nature of being responsible parents. Right. Right. So as mothers, what would, you say is one of the biggest struggles in an everyday scenario, day to day. Are you like in relationships or in parenting? What I'd say well, let's go both. I think I think they go hand in hand, don't they? I mean, yeah, I guess I guess you could say that. Um. I think that in a relationship, the biggest struggle in the day to day is communication. And, you know, and it goes both ways. But, you know, when you're having a conversation, feeling like the other person has heard you. um, And, and I guess that kind of goes alongside with parenting. Like, I feel like my kids don't listen to me. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that doesn't happen. So, and then parenting, I think the biggest struggle for me is just making sure, like, I just so, I have this desire to raise my kids in a way that they feel loved, but I also want to raise productive people in this world that are not entitled and that take ownership of their own responsibilities. So our four-year-old right now is in this stage of, blaming anytime he gets in trouble it's someone else's fault and i feel like that's something in our culture and our society right now that's just really rampant like everything is always someone else's fault and i that's like my biggest goal is to make sure our children take responsibility for their own actions so just trying to parent that just making sure that my kids better the world instead of tear it down feels like a lot of pressure. I would agree with that because (laughs) I'm the pushover, as I've been often called by my husband, and I... And yourself, for the record. Okay. (laughs) But I try to show the love and support, but at the same time, balance of not letting them get away with everything and anything they want. Mm -hmm. That's what I struggle with. And communication is a huge thing. And especially when you're busy with the kids and busy with the kids and sometimes they just want, don't want to go to bed. And then by the time you finally sit down with your spouse, it's I'm ready to go to bed. Mm -hmm. Right. Brian, what would you say to that? What is your biggest struggle with the day to day? Of 
<clears throat> of ever being ever. married and uh, having kids. Yeah. Huh. I mean, <laughs> well, between the time where you wake up and then you go to sleep is is the, the hardest is part. the hardest part of it. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, it really is. Uh, part of it is half survival and half thriving, right? To where you and I have talked about it before. Mm-hmm. You know, we can go to work. All four of us can go to work and kind of escape the kids. The kids aren't terrorists. I'm not saying that they can be. But they're one of the best things we've ever done as couples, right? Is have kids, raise these little humans into being nice little boys and girls and whatever. But as we all know, you know, like my wife, she picks up the kids from daycare almost every single day. And I come home in some cases to two little jerk boys, right? And Kayla's like... Just wide-eyed and, oh, my God, what's happening here? And I come home to do damage control, like Mm -hmm. you and I have talked about. But there's some times where both the boys are happy, Kayla's happy, and I got to start dinner, right? And that's a good day. But I think the toughest part is we, a lot of people don't talk about the good days. You know, we only talk about the terrible days because those are the ones that weigh heavy on people, right? So when I joke about, you know, waking up to when I go to bed, Sometimes that is a struggle with kids and whatever, right? Um, but it's finding the right balance between here's how much bandwidth work takes up, here's how much bandwidth my marriage takes up, here's how much bandwidth the kids take up, and then you've got regular life on top of that too and figuring out where that all needs to land. Because at the end of the day, you and your spouse or you and your partner or whatever the case may be, especially when we're talking about raising kids, need to be on the same page to know – for example, I fell asleep last night at 9 o'clock, which is super rare, right? Woke up, whatever. I didn't really help put the kids to bed, right? Kayla did. She got all to sleep, which is rare. And thank goodness because I fell asleep. But finding that right balance is one of the hardest parts, in my opinion. I think something, too, is... Something that's been hard for me as a parent and just in a relationship and it, and this has always been the case is asking asking Chris for the things that I need and being really specific. Like I think something that he says to me a lot is like I'll we'll be in a you know, quote unquote fight or whatever and he'll say he'll say, Well, I can't read your mind and, and I a real for thing. a long time that, that comment just it never really sunk in and I just I always used to irritate me like, Well, I shouldn't have to tell you every little thing. But what I've realized is if it's something that's really important to me and something that I really want help in, I can't be mad at Chris if he doesn't do it and I haven't voiced that I need help with it. So like this week he had a couple commitments at night and I've been tired a lot just with like work and stuff like that. And so the other night he was going to be gone for like the second night in a row and I was going to have to put the kids to bed by myself. And that's a struggle when they're, you know, 13 months apart. They're both toddlers. And so I just asked him, I was like, if you're going to be gone again tomorrow, I need you to put both kids to bed by yourself tonight. And I was kind of expecting him to, you know, say something. Push back. Yeah, push back. And he didn't. You know, he just stepped up and he did it. And I got to relax. And I was so thankful. And that's an, an example of normally I wouldn't have said anything. I just would have been you know, kind of subtly upset. Stumping around a little bit. (laughs) Yes, that like I was going to have to do this on my own and he just, you know, gets to do whatever he wants or whatever that week. But um, so I think it's important to communicate. I think as women, a lot of times we do assume that our partners know our needs and wants. And I don't think that they're quite as intuitive as we think they are. I agree. Yes. Short answer. In a yes. short answer, I mean, yes. we could defend ourselves we, all day yeah, long. We, but we could try to tell the weather. I didn't and... mean that as like a bad thing. <laughs> no, I, I know. Just... We, you look at it as cavemen, right? <laughs> Women are nurturers and mostly hunter-gatherers. And we're supposed to be hunters. We do nothing but kill animals and eat and sleep. That's what we're, that's what we're originally kind of we designed did. to do. Yeah. Maybe not now based on what we look like. But... That's what our brains are wired to do. We can't read your mind. Ever. Maybe sometimes, but ever. 
But also, it's like for Mother's Day treat, just a little hint to all you men out there, like, just do something on your own, too. You know, like, and I'm not saying that Chris is not good at this because he's actually very good. He helps clean up all the time after dinner. But um, for those of you who maybe don't already do that, maybe step up sometime over the weekend and clean dinner. You know, like, yep. it's a really thoughtful thing. It is. Brian does the cooking, so I do the cleaning. Yeah, see, there you go. Every night, not just well, Mother's we're Day in the weekend. Same boat. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Kate was like, yeah, you yeah. go, Liz. And I'm like, come on, get real. I give you credit. <laughs> My thing with having not, not having them read your mind, but saying something is. I feel like if I do say something and it doesn't happen on the, my timing, mm-hmm. I get really annoyed with that. And then I ask again and yeah, I'm going to, and it's just like, now I'm nagging at you. You only have to remind us every six months. <laughs> she's talking to get about the done. mirror in our second bathroom. <laughs> That's exactly what she's talking about. <laughs> that didn't even cross my mind. Oh, because it but, hasn't been hung up for but it'd be like, three years. Oh, I'll do the bottles after. <laughs> I'll wash the bottles after you go to bed. Yeah, but I want them washed tonight and not still be in the sink in the morning. Right. I forgot yeah. so, like twice ever. I don't know. Sometimes as husbands and as men... We fail. Oh, absolutely. Like, epically. Yeah, epically. For sure. Like, for instance, my wife, my beautiful wife, <laughs> wakes up earlier than I do just because she, it takes her some time to get ready. Same thing with us. It just, yeah, to be honest, I just want to get ready in peace. I want to get ready right. without my kids. The kids aren't Tugging up. on my robe, you know. I just want to get ready. You have a robe? Yes. You know, it's, it's a what? bathrobe. It's not like a royalty thing. <laughs> Don't don't put that Do idea in her head. I don't. I'll get Robe. you one. They're great. <clears throat> no. Okay. Anyway. Moving on. So it takes her a little bit more time. That's her me time, yeah. right? I'd rather sleep. Me too. Hundred percent. And one time over a period of like a week, she would make the kids breakfast, and then she would go back upstairs and finish getting ready, and I'd be there. So. I had that in my mind that she already made breakfast for the kids and that miraculously everything was cleaned up and and put away. And my daughter comes up to me and, you know, batting the eyelashes and goes, Daddy, I want a cheese ball. At 6.30 a.m. At 6.30 a.m. And I was like, oh, well, you know, maybe she didn't have enough yogurt or didn't have whatever for breakfast enough. So, yeah. So I give her some cheese balls. Yeah. And then my son sees that and goes, well, I want some. And I'm like, fantastic. Cheese ball Cheese balls party. for everybody. Let's go. It was a great idea until my beautiful wife shows yeah. up downstairs and sees that the kids are half orange and goes, what the heck's going on here? Okay. I absolutely <laughs> did not do that. Laser beam shooting out of her eyes. Just angry. Steam, everything. No, I think I was just like, why are you feeding the kids cheese balls for breakfast? Like, this is not an appropriate parenting choice. So we have a conversation about healthy breakfast choices and the fact that we should not be feeding the kids (laughs) junk for breakfast. And so whatever he claims that his defense is that he thought – that I had already fed them. However, the next morning, similar situation happens. This, this was not the next morning. It Full was. Actually, it was the same weekend. <laughs> I don't think. I can 100% confirm This was Wednesday this. last week. <laughs> so I come downstairs and I'm like getting ready. We're going to go to church. And I look at my son and I'm like, Nolan, what? why do you have chocolate on your face? And he's like, oh, daddy gave us Oreos for breakfast. Like literally the next day. The very next day. Dairy? I may have (laughs) driven a separate car that day. (laughs) Listen, there comes a time in the morning routine in life where you just kind of got to go with it too, right? Right. Not saying you should give your kids Oreos every day for breakfast. No. I think that's a given. 
right? Not my greatest moment. Yeah. Fair. Two moments. <laughs> Here we Not go. Not keeping track or Here, anything. Yeah, well, yeah. I think what we need to remember, though, is to pick your battles. Because when you have toddlers or things are just not going your way, timing, you need to get to work, whatever it is, you need to be able to pick your battle. Sometimes it's not even worth fighting over for cheese balls in the morning. Oh, yeah. Or whatever. I'm just using that as an example. But you got to remember as parents, there's someone there with you in this battlefield that is on your team and there to help you and support you. There should be. There should be. I know many relationships it, where there isn't. If you are a single parent, our hearts go out to you because... I don't know how you do it. Even when it's, you know, we have two kids, you guys have two kids. It's man-to-man coverage. Like, it's it's tough sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, for the people that are doing it by themselves, it's you have to be all of those roles at the same time. All the time. All the time. Not only do you have to go to work, then you got to make dinner, then you got to clean up dinner, then you got to get kids in bed separately or together, and then it's just, I don't know how right. to do it. And, and you do it all for your kids because you want the best life for them. 100%. And then by by the end of the day, you're so exhausted, you, you can't take care of yourself. Yeah. And that kind of, that turns into a sad point where you're giving all the time, you're giving, you're giving, you're giving, and you don't have someone to kind of pick up the slack for you uh, it, single moms don't get appreciated enough single parents single oh valid point even though this is a mother's day episode thank you thank you for that we'll make another one for father's day i'll just be chris and i anyway <laughs> and how great dads are <laughs> yeah great dads are not appreciated enough so the point is is also appreciate the one that you're with, mm. because you are going through this hell of a journey together, right? At the end of the day. And I don't want to say it's life or death every single day, but sometimes it's... It may feel like it. may feel like it, because you just want to murder somebody. There's been many mornings where I feel like Chris and I have a moment in the garage before we're... Okay, not that good of a <laughs> Whoa, where are we going with this? <laughs> oh, are the kids home? Yeah, I was like, wait, am I, do I remember this? Like <laughs> successfully gotten the kids in the car and we're on, like, we're both, like, have that moment of, like... Victory? Yes. Yeah. Like, we've done it. We got them in the car. We're on our way to work. And we'll just look at each other and be like, I don't know how we just, like, survived that 30 minutes. High five. Good game. Yeah. Yeah. See you at five. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I cannot wait to like drive to work because I'm like, (laughs) I have ten minutes by myself. Oh my god! Well, like twenty now with all the road construction. Oof, Oof. winter and construction. We talked about that on a previous episode. Yes. Uh, Yeah, that's a real thing Um, because it seems like, I mean, our kids are very similar in age. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, it's very rare to have two happy kids. All morning, every morning, mm-hmm. right? There's always one of them, and it's and you don't know what's going to set them off, right? And it's like, all right, we're all up, awesome, check mark. All right, we're all dressed, awesome, check mark. You don't want to wear that jacket? Oh my god, it ruined Crisis. the whole morning. <laughs> Crisis. <laughs> but that's where you have to pick your battles. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Don't wear a jacket. I don't care. You can be cold today. Your problem, not mine. I'm over it. I'm out. Do it all the time. Yeah. Now I've started to threaten Noah, our youngest, that he can just stay home all day. I'm not doing it. This morning it happened. I said you can stay home all day by yourself if you want. <gasps> no. Well, you pick, homeboy. You could get up, get out of this door, you stay home. out. Yeah. Because we were standing at the front door. But you got to decide now. Yep. Yeah. Even though it's two. You know, but whatever. What advice would you two give to couples and or just mothers kind of going through the same similar things? Two toddlers. You have husbands that are kind of big kids and like to just not... Be always there. 
in the right mindset. <laughs> I'll say that. Or they do dorks. Or, I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, big dorks. Yeah. My biggest thing is you have to have a united front, <laughs> at least in front of the kids. Even if it's something you don't necessarily agree on long term, you have to have that we're on the same team in front of the kids. That's, we've struggled with that before, like on my beautiful wife being the pushover and me being the enforcer, where it's like, no, we're not letting him do this thing, right? Whatever it is. Right. And we got to look at each other and go, no, we're not doing this, correct? <laughs> but that's the same point, right? Where we have long term, we want to raise good kids and they want to be healthy, obviously, and we want them to be constructive and whatever. But right now, I'm tired of this kid peeing his pants all the time. So we're going to start holding back some stuff until you figure this out, dude. You know, whatever. Right. Yep. That's, yeah, it's a great point. What would you say, Liz? Um, I think I think one of the biggest things more so maybe for relationship advice than parenting is just to give yourself and your significant other just some grace because your relationship is going to change um, as you go through different phases of life, whether that be parenting or different jobs. And so this idyllic relationship that you had, you know, before you got married is going to change. And I think it's okay to have it change um, and to like adapt as it's changing, but also to, you know, find new ways to connect. Um, but with the understanding that it's just not, it's not going to be exactly the same as it once was. You're going to have to maybe get more creative about the time that you're spending. You're going to maybe have to communicate more during the day than you did before because evenings are often crazy. And, you know, if you want to have any sort of personal life too, then that's taking, you know, out of the time that you're going to have together as a spouse. And your time just becomes so much more limited, I think, as you age and just get more responsibilities. So just being flexible with your expectations of your relationship are. And then if you get to a point where those expectations maybe are no longer clear to both of you, or you don't feel like you're on the same page, it's just like Chris and I have done this, where we just write down all of our expectations that we have of each other. And it's not a super easy thing to do. Um, but then you share them with each other, because then you kind of know, like, I know exactly what he's expecting of me and he knows what I'm expecting of him. And that changes as your relationship and life changes. Right. You can't fix a problem. You can't fix a problem if you don't know what it is. Well, it's like you said, is you need to be very clear with us, Neanderthals. Yes. Of what exactly are you expecting from us? Right. right. And it's exactly what you wrote down. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just me, maybe it's men in general, but I'm a guy that if there's a list in front of me, I know what I have to do. I make a list every day for You know work. what I mean? Yeah, if I have a list, I know what I have to do versus, you know, you just forget or something else comes up and you're like, well, I don't remember what I needed to do. Yeah. And then you go to sleep and right as you're about to hit full rem you're like oh crap i forgot to take the trash i didn't do the bottles right whatever (laughs) and then you wake up to you didn't do this it happened like twice and then (laughs) i get you (laughs) all the time here you clucking big chicken (laughs) i get i hear you (laughs) i see you macho man (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) it's um it's a real thing uh and yes we all struggle Yes, we all make it for the most part. <laughs> and and we talked Chris and I talked about this on an episode to where you know, we were picking up kids from daycare and you can kind of look at other parents and go, We're all struggling here. You know, I'm not gonna judge you for parking a little cricket. We're all struggling. You know, it's just the end of the day, grab your kids and let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have one more struggle. Oh god. Ooh, at least it's just one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only one. My struggle is, and you're really good at this. <laughs> Woo! Good when at a struggle. 
the the kids do something that makes me mad or they're throwing this absolute tantrum, I have a hard time of letting it go and moving on within the next few minutes. I not I'm not gonna say hold a grudge, but it, just, it sticks with you a little it bit. It does. And, sure. I, and and Brian's really good about being the uplifting one of, okay, let's do this and let's do this. And I'm just like, how can you do that when he just did this? I'm trying to change the circumstances, right? I know both my kids real well that based on what they're freaking out about, I know if I move them to another room, if I change a situation, they they forget too. I mean, they're mm. not, they're smart, but they're not that smart. Right. So I know if I can change a situation, change a circumstance of the situation, it's fine. Right. And I'm just trying to survive. Right. I I hold grudges against my kids. Mm -hmm. Both of them are little jerks. I'll say that. Kayla hates it when I say that. She knows it. She won't admit it, but she knows it. Well, she's a good mother. (laughs) Of course. Hello. (laughs) Best one. (laughs) Best one. You know, anyway. I mean, not to be biased or anything, but. (laughs) I mean, yeah, we gotta, ma- we married up. We'll oh, I hundred percent married up, way above my yeah. Anyway, you got to change the circumstance, and I'm still holding the grudge, but I'm over them screaming at this point. Mm. It takes me a couple extra minutes to get to that point. Yeah, and it and if it takes me grabbing a kid and throwing him over my shoulder, I do it all the time. We, I'm going to remove you from this room, from this situation, and you and I are going to have a little talk. You know what I mean? Yep. What are some of the biggest wins that you have encountered with our children or me or Brian and your children? <laughs> like what, what moments just you made that made you go, ah, oh, this, this, this is, is worth it. This is absolutely worth it. Yeah. Besides as a mom, birth, as a wife, besides birth. That's a whole other conversation. Oh, that's, yeah. Of my life just changed forever. This is surreal, but. Um, I think it's just hard to think of, like, one particular thing. Um, but. So, Chris and I recently went on a trip. And as we are literally walking out the door to go to the airport, we are not late. Okay. We are right on time. And Chris falls down the stairs and he oh, injures himself this part. Okay. Um, pretty severely. So funny. And <laughs> he is literally rolling around on the ground, like in pain, like in a significant amount of pain. And the, the yell. So I'm so glad you bring this up out it's of so all of funny. the things. No, all it's got things. a really sweet story. So the yell that he you know we all knew that like he was actually hurt yeah, right yeah. it wasn't just like he you know fell down oh, the stairs shoot. and is mad you know because everyone gets mad when something like that happens but um just watching my kids like run to him and try to like help him both of them and our daughter has just so much sass in her and um, you know, we get frequent messages from school just about, you know, her acting out or you just sometimes you kind of worry like, oh, you know, you know is <laughs> she going to be kind? You know, what? what's how is this going to turn out? And she was so just so considerate and thoughtful and kind to her yeah. dad and just like was trying to. So you said she's going to be OK. Yeah. So in that moment, I felt like. You know, I had, we had one in the sense that we have nurtured some compassion in her, you know? Um, And so, yeah, I mean, I know she's going to turn out fine, but, you know, there's just times where she's just so spunky. You just kind of, you worry. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, she's very sweet. So I see it when our boys are interacting with each other and... And I can't even remember what it was, but Noah had done something. Oh, I think he had gone potty on the toilet. (laughs) And Henry comes up. I'm so proud of you, Noah. Good job. And just give him a hug. Yeah. And just that, just that 
loving sight and seeing that between the two of them, I think is awesome. I think it's great. Yeah. The example I can come up with right off the top of my head, my youngest son, Noah, in this example, uh, fell down the stairs, whole flight of wooden stairs, all the way down to the bottom. I am chasing after him, cursing like crazy, because in the moment, I don't even know how I walked, ran down the stairs. Like, I didn't do it now. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't recommend that, Brian. No. And they're wooden, they're slick, you know, they're finished. Oh, anyway. Yeah. Fell all the way down. His little head bouncing off every single stair. It was terrible. 8.15 in the morning trying to get him out of the house, right? And Noah lands on the bottom on his back. And I'm like, this kid's paralyzed and it's over, right? He just lands on the back and he's limp. And he starts to get up. So I I pick him up very carefully, you know, keep him straight as I can, not knowing if the arm's broken, you know, whatever. Henry is running down after me, the older one, four now. No, are you okay? Oh my gosh, Daddy! I'll get the cups. I'll pick all this stuff up. Is is Noah okay? What's going on? And I was just like, you know, in the craziness, this four year old kid recognizes that that was a bad situation mm-hmm. of Noah tumbling down the stairs. Right. But then the little jerk says, "Why would you kick him, Dad?" I'm like, <laughs> Listen, you do not say that ever again. Because if you go to daycare and you say. Daddy kicked my little brother down the stairs. Child Protection Services is showing up, and I don't have kids anymore. But the compassion that was first there before he started right. joking around was really cool to see yep. that. It was it was kind of neat. I think our kids are so much more observant than we ever give them credit for. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. it's scary. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. They're just little sponges mm-hmm. for information and... Good and bad. Yeah, and and for emotion and everything like that, because, you know, um, if we're watching a football game, for instance, Nolan loves just seeing the action, but I think he gets more of a kick out of the people he's watching the thing with. Yep. So if, you know, we get excited and we're pumped up, he's like all about it too, or... Sometimes if it's a bad play or whatever, and he's like, ah, nuts, you know, in a, his little four-year-old voice. And it's just so, so fun to hear that and see that. Oh, it's the best. And and that's the kind of stuff, too, that uh, that a lot of people don't talk about, right, is those little moments that you don't know you're going to have before you have your kids. And maybe mm-hmm. that's intentional or not intentional, and maybe distance doesn't get enough credit, but... That is the kind of stuff that goes, you know, the crazy mornings, getting them ready for school and daycare and the crazy nights, getting them ready for bed. That all goes to the wayside when you have that little microsecond moment of, gosh dang it, I love this kid. I want to beat him sometimes, but I love him. I know, and I think we got to hold on to some of those moments like that too. Oh, You know, sure. one of the ones that comes to mind for, for me is... We went to Florida, so it was the first time for the kids to see the ocean mm. or to be on a beach. And so when the waves are coming in and they're playing in the water and stuff like that, like just the pure joy coming out of them, I mean, was just radiating out of both of them. Yep. And that's just like, we're doing something right. Yeah. You could sit back and watch them and go, everything's this, fine. Yeah. This is good. The crazy plane really ride was worth it. You know, whatever the situation was, is. That little, that 15 second clip in your head of that moment that you still remember today is what the whole trip was. Yeah. Because you'll forget the bad stuff for the most part. You'll remember that clip mm-hmm. forever. And trying to keep those clips and not wishing time away because mm-hmm. time goes by so fast um, already. And I remember when I was on maternity leave with Henry the oldest, I wished away those first six weeks. I was like, what time is it? When is it going to turn five o'clock? So Brian will be home to and help then, me with this kid. Yeah. yeah. And then the last six weeks I'm like, Oh my gosh, he's already six weeks old and I'm almost have to go back to work. So even now time just goes by so fast that I need to take the time to enjoy those sweet moments and just be present. Yeah. Well, you lose it because right. everyday life you're like, we talked about before, you're just trying to survive. Right, and when you go into survival mode, time does go a little bit faster mm-hmm. in this situation. Yeah. So you kind of forget a lot of that. Well, one thing that's kind of helped me with our kids is that they have no concept of time 
or a schedule or anything like that. And for me to be upset because they're not working with my schedule that I have in my head doesn't work. And I think a lot of people get upset. Like you're not doing the things that I need you to do on my timeline. You're on your own timeline. Yeah. And it, and that's not just with children. That's wives and husbands. That's that's everything. everything. And you know, to keep that in mind is like, they're, they're doing things at their pace. They're doing things on their timeline and you just have to, again, pick your own battle and sometimes let some of those things go. Yeah. It's like, Henry, get your damn shoes on. We have to go to daycare and I have a meeting at nine and it's 835. We need to go now. Now. And he's like, I don't care. You you know what I mean? They don't know that. They don't, they don't understand. It's 730. Go to bed. (laughs) Go to bed. And then it takes you 45 minutes or whatever yeah. because they're, they're excited for the next day or maybe they're anxious about the next day. Something. Or whatever. Something's on their mind that they're staying up. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. And you're like, just go to sleep. What can I give this child <laughs> to just be quiet instead of, <laughs> you know, rustling around in their bed and they're kicking the wall Dad. and wh- yeah. whatever. You know, and then you try to sneak out or whatever, and they're like, where are you going? (laughs) Well, I'm trying to go back to my bed, or I'm trying to go do something else that's on my list. And you don't get to do that because the priority is we're parents. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's the second most important relationship that we have. First one, obviously, is with our spouses. That's right. Number one. So what else can we do as husbands, fathers, to help alleviate some of the stress of motherhood and wifehood? You guys can do to make our lives less stressful, kind of in reference to what I said earlier about how I struggle with feeling like you should kind of anticipate some of my needs, um, is just maybe try to do something without being asked or prompted to that you know might alleviate some stress, whether that be getting the kids dressed in the morning, if that's typically not a role that you have, or doing something like that, and then not asking for any sort of like acknowledgement. Because when you do something and then point it out, it's not quite as meaningful. I would say every once in a while you could say, what can I do for you? What do you need me to do right now? And mean it. And mean it. Without an attitude. Yes. And not expect something in return. Like in the morning when we're running around with our heads cut off. Hey, hon, what can I do for you? Agreed. Mm -hmm. I don't like the way this turns. I'm deleting this whole part. I'm running around with my head cut off too. No, uh, you're but laying if you, in bed. Oh, that part. Okay, yes, let's go back I to agree. this. Let's go back to this. <laughs> I always say, could you just wake up 10 minutes earlier so that it's not so stressful? And like, why mm-hmm. do I have to wake you up? Like, why do I have to wake you up? And I carried your children for nine <laughs> months in my body. I destroyed my body for this. For you to not acknowledge what I've just done... I keep your children alive. Chris is getting the best death player I've seen in 12 years right now. That's where our biggest fights come is we don't fight. me trying to get him out of bed in the morning. It's, hun, it's 7 o'clock. Can you get up? Hun, it's 7.15. Mm-hmm. Can you get up? Hey, hun, can you go get Noah dressed? Hey. Well, he can't if he's already, if he's still in bed. <laughs> But that's- Listen, yes, I should be better about getting up in the morning and helping. Well, I I'll just wonder, it. like, how did you wake up on your own to be a productive member of society before we got married? I owe, I don't it, all, I owe it all to my wife. That's it. No, you just slept in all the time. I slept in all the time. <laughs> 100% all the time. What about you? Christopher? I think I always worked the late shift. 
So I didn't have to worry about when I woke up. No, I think you had an alarm. I had an alarm. I did. So I just don't understand. But now like, my alarm is also alarm not the mother of my children. <laughs> I Listen, okay. <laughs> There's a certain connection that is made in my brain, at least. If I know that I 100% need to get up in the morning at 6.45. I'm going to get myself in trouble talking about this because I'm getting the look right now. If I know that I have to get up at 6.45, let's say hypothetically, I set an alarm for 6.45, I will get up if okay. I absolutely have to. But I know the problem is if you can get up on Tuesday at 6.45, why can't you get up on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday? Well, and then it gets dangerous. Say, <laughs> if you say you have to get up on Tuesdays at 6.45, yeah. if Kayla is asking you to get up at 6.45 I, listen, to be helpful... You should be doing that. I 100% do not disagree with you. But the other side of the coin is And that when goes you... to you too, no, no, Hold on here. Hold on here. <laughs> because you do the same thing. I need some respect. <laughs> Here's the other side of the coin. You wake up to go... You know, you have that moment, Brian, that you want to be intentional. You wish to make Kayla's day a little bit easier. So you set an alarm to get up earlier in the morning. Yes, you do this because she asked you. Yeah. She has put that in your ear going, it would be really nice if you would just wake up earlier. Yeah. So you do it. And then the other turn of the coin is, well, you, you're doing it because I asked you to. And you're not doing it because you're doing it for yourself to do it. See, it's a constant cycle, man. No, it isn't. Because I've asked you to get up earlier. You never actually have. So I don't know where you're even coming from. But I would never be like, oh, you're just doing it because I asked you. I'd be like, thank you for doing it because I asked you. Wait, question. Would you say that for like two weeks and then it's normal and then all of a sudden? Yes, and then I'm going to expect the normal behavior. There it is. There it is. You did it two weeks in a row. Why aren't you doing so it now? So why can't you just do it every day? We it's have- a hard habit to form. That's it. Right? Know, Kayla, any any Kayla, habit. What time do you get up in the morning? I've started just recently getting up about 45 minutes earlier than I... And it depends on... It depends on the kids, be, too. It depends on when I have to be at work. But I normally get up now about 6 o'clock and have about 45 minutes to myself. Does some yoga. Yeah, I started doing yoga. Oh, very impressive. I Then Noah gets up and I get him situated in the living room, get him his water, his George the monkey. And then (laughs) I go take a shower and it would be nice if at 7 o'clock Brian could get up and start getting Noah ready. And that way we're one kid's ready. While I'm in the shower, then when he's in the shower, I can get Henry up and we're out at the out of the door at the same time. And here's what she's not telling you to defend myself and other dads out there. There are many nights where Noah's up at 2 a.m. Guess who's up with it? This guy. You do get up with the kids in the middle oh. of the night. Oh. Looky there, everybody. Now that it's <laughs> once a uh, week or once and then, a month. Oh, it used to be three nights a week I was up with them. Right? I wish we had video going oh, of, of this particular podcast I because just the looks <laughs> that we're getting. Chris, you, you can can you, you feel the heat? The of the can you feel the heat? <laughs> oh man, I'm in your right speakers now. right now, in your ears, if you are listening to us through headphones, can you feel the heat yeah. coming from this right yeah. now? Now there might be a bunch of mothers listening that say they are so right. Oh, they, they are so pumped are about so this episode. Correct. They're like, preach, we, girl. We want to hang girl. out with Liz and Kayla. That's what we want. Okay, but here's what I just want to point out. So at the beginning, you kind of asked, like, what can we as men do for you as women? And I think uh, Kayla and I have been pretty specific about something really simple. And you guys simple. are totally right. That you guys could do, and you just don't want to do it. And it's frustrating. It's like, how many times do I need to ask you to get up on your own? Okay? That's it. 
That's I mean, it. Okay. Just like, in my defense, take my Mother's Day present back <laughs> and wake yourself up in the morning. And, oh goodness! In my defense, I used to wake up pretty early, and I would have an alarm. But I have—I'm not one of those people that just has has to have the normal eh, 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 alarm because that's terrible. Yeah, like I usually pick a song, sure, that I know will wake me up. And this song will play, and sometimes I'm not on it right away. <laughs> so it might go trip. for 10 seconds, maybe even less. And then all of a sudden, we get the nudge, yep, the nudge. going, hey, wake the F up. <laughs> I don't actually say that. But yeah, that also drives me nuts. My real problem is I just stay up too late. And that, that is a problem. Five nights out of seven, I'm actually working at night. Because I don't get enough stu- stuff during done. I don't get enough stuff done during the day because it's got way too much going on. So then I'll work from 10 p.m. when you go to bed, 10:30, until 2 2:30 every night, unless I die at 9:30 p.m. That's most of my problem is I stay up too late, but I'm working, right? Life of a business owner. I don't know what your excuse is. But that's I'm my, just a terrible that's, dad. I, <laughs> I'm just a terrible husband. I don't know what this is. Excuse me. But that's also why they make coffee. You know, you know, just wake up and drink some coffee. I don't, I don't know. Drink coffee. I don't either. Yes, you do. I buy them for you at Sam's. Well, that's, that is that's, coffee. That's, that's that coffee. is a caffeinated cold beverage that does not taste like. It's coffee. from Starbucks. Oh, the little cans. Yep. That's coffee, bro. Yeah, it's coffee. Moving on. <laughs> This has been such an eye-opening experience. This has been experience. a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> so glad I get to sleep on the couch tonight. Hey, you want to go to our house? <laughs> but, Kayla, Liz, thank you so much, not only for allowing us to have you on this podcast, because this was just a spur-of-the-moment thing that, hey, we should have them on. We both tricked you guys into. Yeah, so thank you for doing this, and thank you for your insight for this episode that will help us become better fathers and husbands that we can get you a intentional gift not necessarily materialistic but the gift of being better husbands right from our fathers every day 365 and thank you to you listeners out there that are mothers because without you a lot of the people in this world would go nuts. Oh. And you need a mother. Everyone needs a mother that's going to nurture them, but also smack them around a little bit yep. if it gets to that point. Yep. You get, in a loving way. In a oh, loving of way. Course. Of, of course. Of course. We'll wrap it up there. Again, this was half hilarious and half great. Based on the on. looks alone, yeah, I think this is good. we're still getting the glares. I'm not 100% sure how tonight and this weekend are going to go. But just know that we have tons of love in our heart for the both of you. All day, every day. Right, Chris? Yes. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day! Woo-hoo! See you guys next week.